How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Food, Fitness, and Family Podcast. This morning, I got myself Big Daddy Blankenship with the beautiful Marcus Gates with his peacock hair. My hair is not done yet. Yeah, it's getting thinner up there, man. Shut the fuck up. I just don't have any product in it. <laughs> it's just the way it's cut and the way the headphones are sitting. Don't make me fucking think about that. Oh, uh, yeah. You look like a... Don't add that stress who, to my plate. A who kid. A who kid. <laughs> no, I already got the fucking... That the genetic uh, widow's peak a little bit forming. I don't need yeah. thinning hair on top of it. I like it. I like it. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, how, how was your last seven days, man? Last seven days were pretty solid. Had uh, our baby... Uh, our was it? Was like a 16 or 17 week baby appointment on Tuesday. Went great. Heard the heartbeat. 140. I don't know what that means for... 17 weeks along, what the wives tell says about that. But anyway, baby plant went great. Went and did some stroller shopping to see what we wanted to do. Uh, what are you going to get? Are you going to get a Duna? It's one of those. It's, it's, we're, it's, I think, I think we're going to Duna. It's one of the fucking expensive ones, but, uh, Dude, they're like 550. Is that the one that has the wheels attached to it and it like pops up and down? Yeah. It's so like we, a car seat. We looked, we looked at that one. It, it was heavy. So Nicole, um, I mean, I could have lifted it no problem, but she isn't it only like 20, 25 pounds. It, it was just heavier compared to the other ones, and the way it is because it it's and an all-in-one. They also said that, um, like, it's only for like X amount of months, and then mm-hmm. since it comes with the whole thing, then you have to get a bigger car seat, and you got to get another stroller that fits with that new car seat. So I was like, fuck, if I got to pay for two of them, we could just pay for this. So the other ones like. The Nuna or fucking, I don't even know what it's called. Anyway, it's it's nice. It lasts for a while, though. We actually talked to a lot of moms oh, you before did, right. we decided to put on a registry, and they all had nothing but great things to say yeah. about it. All the people there, like when we were first looking at it, they were like, we've had literally nobody complain about this whatsoever. Like, they've all loved it. We went a different one. But regardless, uh, we haven't bought it yet. We're just adding to the registry shit. But So that was nice, though. And then uh, end of the day yesterday, I took the day off, actually. Uh, yesterday was our... our our ticket selection day for KU season uh, basketball tickets. So that was at like 1145. So I was like, I don't want anything to fuck this up. So I'm just taking the whole day off just so nothing gets messed up. But I ended up just working like nine hours on, on client check-ins and some new, yeah. some new consultations and stuff, but it was a good day. How about yourself? Dude, man, I feel like I'm just groundhog day right now. It's just, yeah. uh, <laughs> actually this week was a lot better. Uh, I, uh, I moved, so Mondays are my check-in days, and I get to work at 8.45, and I typically have a client at 9.30. So by the time I get there, I check a couple emails, I look at you know my my morning stuff, it's like 9.20, and I get a chance to do like one email, and then I have to train somebody, and then I'm back to my emails, and I just feel like I'm playing a game of catch-up all day, and yeah. it just stresses me out. Well, this <laughs> week, I was like, hey, you want to move back an hour? And he was like, yeah, I can sleep more. So I did. Dude, I was done. I, I was like oh, caught nice. up. Like I had all my stuff caught up by the time I got to him. And then when I came back, I had a few more waiting on me. So I got those. And then I had another client. Then I came back and I had a few more. And I knocked those out. Like it was just nice, man. Instead yeah, of like getting on. And usually I'm like three or four full scrolls of like check-ins. By the time yeah. I get to it, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so that was good. Um, I'll be working at the gym, Lee Summit, all day today. We're doing pre-sales. It's a Saturday today that we're recording. Uh, I'll be out there all day tomorrow. 
all next week. What are, what are you still like working on right now? Like like when you're going out there today and you're doing pre-sales, what else are you doing while you're out there? Um, I need to get the jungle gym put together. Well, uh, like I had don't even have it fully put together yet. That's what I was working on yesterday when my drill bit oh, got okay. jacked up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because it I don't have the brackets to attach the cross members. Mm-hmm. So I'm home making brackets with eighth inch steel. Um and, and actually it's really solid. It's just yeah. I have to make them. So it's that not a huge step, deal, yeah. but it's an extra step that takes time. Yeah. And then that's our main focus today. I need to get the cardio put in place. I need to get all the bars unwrapped, which is like this is like end of the stuff. I need yeah. it. Everything needs to be cleaned. Okay, I got you. We're still waiting on construction to be finished. That's honestly my probably biggest stress right now. Is what are they? What are they doing? Like bathrooms? Yeah, we passed inspections, so now they're finishing drywall. Oh, okay. And there's like a ton of rock in the back that they need to get, mm-hmm. and so I probably have like another three thousand square feet of floor to sweep and seal. Oh fuck! Okay. Uh, so like there, there's a lot to do. There's a lot. To yeah, do. So, so a lot. To, so so uh, when when again was uh when again is the date that you're expecting to be like fully like doors open june 3rd june 3rd. oh nice yeah and it's so, probably gonna take me being there till like midnight on june 2nd <laughs> yeah probably so yeah uh but you know what yeah i mean we haven't really gotten into it we would a later date but nothing has gone to plan no so uh, far it's been one stress after another and i'm just happy to have what we have mm-hmm. and get things open and roll from there so yeah. if anybody that's listening is thinking about opening a gym don't do it <laughs> Uh, the competition's sake and for the uh, it's a fucking headache that it, it's been this this go around for you. Yeah, it has been a, a massive headache, but you know what? It's, it's all learning. It's all worth curve. it. If if I was to open something and it just went smooth from step one, I don't know if it would be worth it. That would weird, weird me exactly. out. Yeah, it would weird you out, and so, it wouldn't feel as sweet to to get yeah. the journey was super easy. So I have a consult Monday, and. That's about mm-hmm. it, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, like we kind of talked about the thing last week, it's it's probably good that you're not being overloaded with, and honestly, myself too, with just end of the school year of stresses yeah. and shit like that. It's nice that we don't have fucking the busy months that we had the, the past couple months because you, you wouldn't be able to handle all of that. You, something would would be getting pushed back. So honestly, it's it's all happening at the right time in the, in the right way. Yeah, I wouldn't, but at the same time, I haven't signed anyone up in nice. three. Yeah. And I lost like two last week, so yeah. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, you'll be right. Though. You, you got a much bigger priority in terms of, uh, you know, getting to your to your current clients, uh, obviously, and taking care of them, but then the gym and stuff. So it's all going to work out. June 3rd will be here quick. So just keep fucking hustling. Today. Two weeks from today. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. So that's about it, man. Well, yeah. this week, you know, we're uh, we're going to talk about Marcus leaving his teaching job, and you know why why he's leaving, what got him into teaching, probably why yeah. he hates kids, um, <laughs> why I hate kids. all those things. Well, cool, man. I guess uh, where should I start with that then? Why I got well, what guy in the first place? Yeah, why do you why do you want to be a teacher? Well, so like in high school, I'd always when people ask me what I wanted to be, I was like, I want to be a dentist. Only because my teeth aren't fucking good. Uh, only because it it sounded good. It sounded easy. People didn't have a lot of questions with that. Like, oh, that's a respectable profession. Yeah. Um, but no, so that was kind of my, my thought. But I was like, I'm going to go play college baseball. I'll figure it out then. And so that's what I did. And then when 
uh, I had my second knee surgery. I was like, well, I guess I'm done fucking playing baseball. What's next? I knew I wanted to get into bodybuilding. So after my uh, ACL surgery and I recovered in like four months, 100%, which was fucking awesome. And I immediately um, signed up with the coach and got ready for, for comp prep. And my other buddy was also about to do the same comp prep. So we ended up doing it together. And he was uh, up at Northwest Missouri State, which is where my closest friends were um, at the time. So I was like, hey, I'm going to go there. I was like, hey, what, 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 what's your um, degree going to be? And he said physical education. And he just kind of told me all about it. I was like, fuck, that sounds great. I would love to get to work with kids and get them fit and things of that nature. And so what my mindset going into it was, was totally different than what I actually learned. And then it completely changed my my scope of, of what teachers do and things like that. And I had a, a great time in college doing that. And then I, I subbed for a little bit of time. And then I uh, got my my PE teaching job after I, I took another job called Recovery Room. So I was the easiest way to explain is like the ISS teacher for elementary school. But much more about like teaching replacement behaviors and how to handle your emotions and things of that nature. So that was I did the first year knowing that the teacher ahead of me in the in the, in the gym was going to be retiring. So that's how I got that job. But yeah, I, I got into teaching because it for the same reason everybody gets into teaching, especially PE. I get to fucking play all day. Uh, I get to be the favorite part of kids' days. I'm literally a superhero slash celebrity walking around that school, especially as one of only two males. So all those are big wins and. Um, and you get you get a shit ton of breaks. You get a shit ton of uh, you know days off and stuff. Still high stress. Now I understand like why they have to have breaks, not just for the kids, but for teachers. Like my job in the gym, I don't want to say it's easy, but there's a lot of easy aspects of it. Uh, it's way it's way easier than teaching math or English. No, fu- or- no, fuck yeah. Like like what the classroom teacher ju- does is is insane, and like how much they're overloaded and how much they're overworked. Um, and every year. This is your your load of how much shit that you have to do in a day. And then every year they're like, all right, we're going to tag this onto it. Okay, we're going to start this new um, you know, objective or this new behavior modification strategy and stuff. Like they're just always doing the same amount, but then adding more to it. They're never having shit taken off their desk. It's just more shit getting added onto it. Um so so that what that happened to me a whole lot, but I definitely have a huge soft, soft spot in my heart for teachers and, and what they have to go through. And I don't think anybody values them like they needed to. You know, I originally wanted to be a gym teacher. Did you? You should have. It'd be fun. Yeah, it would have. I'm glad I didn't, though, because I, yeah. I probably would have killed somebody. Yeah. Um, it's what's what's. I love my kids to death at school, but at the same time, man, like you can you can easily tell that they're not held accountable at home. No. <laughs> like when that kid punched you in the face, I probably would have just shoved them down. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he. Um, uh, that that kid, um, he's he's a good kid, but and and since then we've been actually great since then. But regardless, though, no, it's uh, there's no accountability at home for the most part. Um, you know, I, I and I don't want to say this across the board because it's definitely not true across the board. But a lot of a lot of parents, uh, you know, I feel like 20 years ago when I'll talk to the older teachers from the school and stuff, I'm like, hey, what's different between now and 20 years ago, or even 10 years ago? And, and ultimately, you know, the consensus and what you can kind of see and like my interactions with some parents with different student behaviors is they take their kid's side 99% of the time now yep. and, and blame you for any of the, the happenings with their kid that isn't going well. Yeah. Um, there's, there's no, there's no self-reflection about what am I doing as a parent that is possibly causing this um, or, or what, what am I not doing? You know, things of that nature. So 
it's 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 a lot of that which can definitely be frustrating and there's just a lot of kids that aren't into they have no at least at my school um there's not a lot of extracurricular stuff happening outside of of school no um, they come home and, and they're put on video games or yeah. something like that you know that's the biggest compliment we get about max is how uh how polite he is and his manners yeah. and it's like but i have to ride his ass oh no yeah you, yeah you definitely do but he, he at least he's you know he's at the gym so he's constantly forced to to do that um but no yeah it's it's uh even just the way he talks to his mom yeah like some sometimes like i'll hear the way he talks to his mom and she could hear my footsteps coming she's like he's yeah. okay he's okay yeah, yeah, yeah i'm yeah. like absolutely not we do not talk to our mothers like that no fuck no uh that but you're you're doing that at the right age Whereas I feel like a lot of these parents, like the kids that I'm seeing, it's like they waited till the kid was six or seven or fucking 10 years old till they're like, hey, this behavior is not acceptable. Well, yeah. you fucking let them do it the past seven. You In their years that they are really developing, you allowed them to do certain things. And I, again, I, I'm not a parent yet. Um, and I'm sure there's going to be a shit ton of difficulties and things that I'm not even aware of. But there's a couple of things that like I know my dad never allowed me to be that way. To, to be a, you know, I don't want to say a shitty kid, but yeah. didn't allow me to be a, a shitty kid at that age. So then I was a fucking breeze through middle school and high school. I didn't cause problems. Yeah. I wasn't an asshole. I remember there was Thanks. one time where, uh, one time my entire life where I disrespect my mom and it was like, she came in excited to talk about something after school and I was playing video games. I could have hit the fucking pause button, but I'm just like tunnel vision, focus on it, acting like I didn't care what she said. And I remember it wasn't, it was, that was such a small, minute thing compared to what a lot of kids do to their mom or their dad and the way that they talk to their, to their parents. But I remember, you know, so I did that. I completely disrespect and didn't even act like I, I had time in my day to talk to her. And all I was doing was playing fucking video games. And my dad came in after that because she's out there, you know, in tears because uh, I just act like I didn't fucking it. care. I ripped it out of your hand. Oh my God. And he just like, he didn't even lose it. It was just the, the few, the, the paragraph of words that he said and I was like, I'll never, I'll never do that again. And honestly, if I ever see another kid disrespecting their mom, like I make kids, like their 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 parents will say, "Love you, whatever," as they're getting out of the car, and the kid will just get up and and leave. And I'm like, no, 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 turn around and say bye to your mom. Tell you love yeah. her, whatever the case is. I'm like, I. And that was such a small thing. I didn't, I didn't yell at mom or anything like that. But that in incredibly just instilled it in my life in just that one moment. But none of these kids are fucking getting that. So I know, like there's so many things growing up for me that I want to, I want to make an impression on one kid's life in some way. Hopefully it was a good thing. Or maybe it was this boy hit this girl and he remembers forever. The conversation I had as soon as, as soon as I saw it happen, even though you're only a third grader, if, if you allow yourself to, to be doing that shit, what does that mean over the next, you know, the coming years mm -hmm. of things. And so I want them to have that stamped in their mind that fuck, I remember I hit this one girl in third grade and I never did that shit again because coach Gates, lost his shit and said every reason why to never do this um, or wh whatever the the situation was. But I think that's been one of my, not that particular thing, my favorite thing, but just knowing that I'm a piece of all these kids life. And especially that I'm a healthy role model. Like I will eat my meals in front of them sometimes because it's fucking chicken and rice and broccoli. You know, it's, it's things that they've never seen their parents eat before. They see yeah. me just downing water and not, a, a, a pop which even teachers at my school are drinking pops and shit i'm like do that shit on your own time we we should be trying to educate them in terms of how to how to live a healthy lifestyle and if you're just fucking eating junk food and, and popping shit all day it's exactly what they're gonna do they see it at home they see it here it's not a good thing 
Yeah, I feel like kids don't have enough role models in life on yeah. how to operate, um, let alone like a health role model, someone to yeah. teach them how to be physically fit yeah. uh, or eat better. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. you're viewed weird if you eat a certain way. And it's yeah. like just because I don't eat processed refined shit doesn't mean I'm weird. It's like I, I'm trying to fuel my body. Yeah, yeah. And if uh, you do it for a little bit, it's like you enjoy it. Like, yeah. Yeah, anybody who's, who's who who does that for the most part enjoys that. Yeah, um, and even the people that get back into their old habits, they remember how good they felt, and they want nothing more to get back to that. They just lack the discipline and kind of get back to that. Yeah, sometimes. like my my pizza last night was great. I loved it. Yeah, but I'm not uh, gonna do it tonight. I, I can't do that every night. I'll no, die. Fuck no, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, yeah. So it's definitely been a, been a funny journey with that though. But so ultimately, you know, I started thriving lives kind of, uh, you know, to, to move this story on a little bit. I started thriving lives back in, um, it was like 20s. So I did a show and then I think it was after I, I earned my pro card that I was like, all right, I, I have enough of experience to, to be like, okay, I can help people lose some weight. And I had enough people reaching out to me. So when I first had people reaching out to me in like 2016, I was like, no, like I'm not a coach. Like that's, you know, I passed along my coach's information. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But at the time, I, I didn't have a job, and I was dating Nicole, and she had a full-time job. And I'm like, I can't take her on a date ever. Like, I'm in college, making absolutely no money. All the money I was living off of was the money that I'd worked for over that summer working at Gold selling memberships. Um, so, so I wasn't living off a lot of money either because of that. Uh, but so I started that just for a little bit of passive income. And then, um, you know, I didn't ever have big visions of taking Thriving Lives uh, full-time honestly until 2020 and even then it was still like uh that's a 10-year down the road thing um but so you know i hustled it and can you know i worked on the weekends always on thriving lives worked in the evenings especially as things got busier then i started working in the mornings before work started and then after work ended and then again on saturdays i mean i haven't had a normal saturday where i just didn't have to do shit except for vacation literally since 2015, probably like Saturdays have actually been always my longest work day because it's the time that I had the most time to actually work on thriving lives. Uh, I know anytime you do something, you're like, I, I even I know yeah. it's Saturday don't text Marcus. Oh yeah. Yeah. And all of other friends, like all, uh, my oldest friends, they know like, Oh, he's definitely working on a Saturday. But when other people do, I'm like, bro, this is, this is my busiest day. Like I'm not making plans on this day unless it's like today fucking we're going to 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 lebo kansas for and i'm I'm excited for the it's a wedding shower uh for some close friends of ours but i'm like fuck that's in the middle of my work day um so i had that was one of the reasons why i also took off yesterday because i was like i know i want not gonna be able to do on saturday i have the pto days i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and use it so i can get as much of that knocked out um but even then it's still a bit of a stress because i'm like fuck i gotta be done at working by 12 o'clock today uh yeah are you uh, until five are you going to move your check-in day when you get out? No. So my check-in days currently, they're already on Thursdays and Fridays. I just, it's always been in between classes, before school, after school. So now like I'll just have the, the time to do it. So about half of my clients will check in on Thursdays, half of them will check in on Fridays. So I figure I'll wake up, do my normal check-ins on Thursdays, and then get to work on other projects and stuff that I want to do or new client programs. And then Friday will be whatever I didn't get to on that day. And there's always a few, you know, stragglers that come in late Friday, like after I'd be done working. I don't know if I'm going to create a very hard rule. If a lot of people are abusing that, then I'll create a hard rule with it. Um, I feel like you also, just move up to like Wednesday, Thursday, so that way which, if they're late, you have Friday. Like I could do Friday. You yeah, can keep your Saturdays. Yeah, 
Um, but one thing I always kind of keep in mind as well, because I mean, since I mean, again, they would have to kind of change their own schedules. But I do know a lot of people that, you know, they're meal prep on Sundays or they meal prep on Saturday and Sunday and stuff. So I want it close to that. That way, when I'm implementing these changes, they're they, they're one, not waiting five days until they make the changes, but they're also not having to recreate their meal prep or change their their, their meal. Yeah, that's hard because you have people that prep literally. It kind of bugs me, but be like I'll be like, all right, let's change this. I've already prepped all my meals for the week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we're going to have to change it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I there it's already a stress for, you know, with a competitor, it's different. Like the way we do things and the way we can adapt throughout the week is a different ball game than somebody who's like, fuck, I got baseball practice tonight with my son. I got fucking dance practice with my daughter. Like I can't, I've already done what I needed to do. So I try to make that work as well as I can. But, um, but yeah, no. So, I mean, 2020 was a, a very, very pivotal year um, because again, before that I was literally saying, I will never leave teaching. I will, I will retire as a teacher and I will back off. I will back off my coaching job. Uh, or I'll just raise my prices so that I can only take on, you know, X amount of clients that I could sustainably manage. So that was kind of always my plan when the 2020 happened, forced to work from home. I, we didn't really, really, I mean, some teachers had to do a shit ton during that time. A lot of teachers didn't have to do a whole, whole lot during, especially the PE teacher. I had to like post like once a week, like it was very easy for me. Um, so it gave me six months of time, number one, to raise a puppy because we immediately got a dog since we actually had the time to do it. But two, it gave me time to just invest in my business. I also, I got my my master's in educational administration at the same time, but I also got a bunch of new certifications. I got to actually spend time growing my business, which um, was fucking what I needed because I never knew what I could get done when I actually had a surplus amount of time. Um, so now it's always been like, I always make changes and I always do a lot of, you know, business organizational or structure changes during like winter break when I have a month or during summer break when I have a few months. Um, but yeah, no, so that gave me that chunk of time. I joined this entrepreneur group called Total Life Freedom um, for the recommendation of one of my clients who had a very successful career. Um, and so that was just an all online entrepreneur group. And so it was nice to be around because I none of my friends at the time were entrepreneurs. It was just, it was just me kind of navigating the business world um, without really a long-term plan. Just I don't, Every day was just a new day. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to put one foot in front of the other and see what happens with it. But so that gave me that first insight. And he asked me, the, the leader of that, he was like, so when are you leaving teaching? Because the whole, the whole premise of that was to create this side hustle or you already have this full-time thing going that you've created for yourself. And here's how the way to optimize it. But essentially yep. it was people trying to leave their nine to fives. So he's like, so when are you going to be leaving teaching? I was like, never. I, I want to make this as big as I can, but I want to do it so I can sustain my teaching job. Well, then get your ass out of my group. Yeah. Well, so he was like, okay, cool. Well, we'll see, essentially. Because everybody says that because you don't want to leave the security. And that, that was what I said, you know, on the call is like, you know, I want to have a family and things like that, but I, I want the security of, of a steady paycheck. Even if it is small, it still pays the bills. Um, so I want that steady paycheck. I want the security of a retirement plan. I want the security of health insurance. All the same reasons why everybody else continues a job that they hate. Fortunately for me, I love both my jobs. I love getting to teach kids and the thought to leave it is, is super sad. Um, but there's so much reward that's going to come from it. Um, but no, so it was that. And then I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to fucking hustle and hustle and hustle and you know, learn as much as I can in this group, which to me was the biggest pivotal moment was joining that group and really seeing all these other people and that they also had the same kind of decisions to make. Um, but I was like, okay, so my plan right now is 
I'm going to continue growing this. I'm going to continue doing both jobs until it's just not sustainable anymore. And I figured, Hey, I'm going to try to teach for, you know, at least 10 years at this point, I'd only been teaching for, that was my first year teaching the gym. So I was like, I want like nine more years in this. I want to say I, I taught for 10 years and I want to, you know, live it to that point. And then, you know, 2021, a good growth year after 2020 was a good growth year. And that was COVID of all times. Uh, and then last year was, was a, a massive year for, for TLF. And so it got to the point where I'm just like, I'm working so fucking much and I have very little balance. Like I'm, I'm eliminating friend time. I'm not seeing my, fa- my parent parents as much. Um, you know, I'm I not- mean, we're recording podcasts at 6 a.m. That's 6 our time. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that, that's, that's the only time that we're both available. Yep. Um, you know, and then, and Nicole, no, Nicole's obviously been instrumental in all that. I mean, she's who, who pushed me to start the business in the very first place. Um, you know, had that belief in me from, from the, the, from the jump and then all throughout all the peaks and valleys and shit like that, you know, she's been my rock with it all. Um, so that's been extremely helpful. I don't think I could have done it without her, honestly. And I probably would have never even had the confidence to go and do it. And if I did, it would have probably been down the road. Um, and she's also, you know, helped me learn how to, to help women in the ways that she helps women at her boutique kind of the same way. Um, but no, so yeah. So flash forward to kind of this year, um, you know, last year, I guess the, the drive, it's only a 40 minute drive, but that was always, I'm like, I could get so much done with an hour and 20 extra, just just an hour and 20 extra of my day. I could get so much more done and I would be less stressed because I could actually get to client check-ins and things like that on the times that I want to. It's huge, man. Like I said, Monday, just having that hour was like, just that one hour, it makes a big difference. So so then like when I'm when I'm driving in traffic, when there's a fucking accident, when it, there's rain and I'm driving across, I'm like, fuck, I don't want to be doing this anymore. Uh, and then not to mention really what changed for me was when my mind was a, was almost 100 percent on my business. Even when I had a class in, I was like, I love teaching, but my mind isn't in it like 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 the kids deserve it to be. You know, yeah. I need to be present with these kids. And so. I was like, this, this has got to be my last year. I'm like financially, I'm making enough with thriving lives that I can, I can leave teaching and feel comfortable doing so. Uh, so let me hustle the fuck out of this year. Um, you know, depending on where I'm at come like December, I'm going to put in my resignation, which I ended up doing in January. Um, and that was, I was, I lost a lot of sleep in the fall over that decision and just over, over leaving the security, you know, it was, it was a conversation I had with you a lot conversation I had with, with Nicole always, um, and literally every day it was, it was kind of going my through, through my head. So once I put in my resignation, it was such a, my, my, you know, I feel, it still felt stressed, but I felt that huge sense of relief because I'd finally like made that commitment that I am leaving. I, I, I did the hard thing and talked to my boss about it, which again, like there's so many reasons why I absolutely love teaching, but now I'm excited to have the, the, the freedom to truly invest in my business in terms of time. Yeah. Um, well, and as a friend from the outside looking in, you know, I, whenever we talked about it, I just tried to, I, I wanted you to leave teaching, yep. you know what I mean? Cause I felt like you needed to. And that's why I try to reassure you that you were doing it the right way. You know, you waited yeah. until, you know, the kind of the rule of thumb for people who want to be coaches and leave their full-time job is yeah. you need to be making at least two to three times what you're making at your day job. Yep. And you know, you, you did that, Yeah. you know, and not only that, but it's like, you, yeah, you might be leaving the security, but if you're really worried about it, we already have talked and you're going to take on more in-person clients. Yeah. You could easily make up your teaching salary in 
a fifth of the time. Oh, so yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? 100%. So it's like, yeah, like you're going to lose that money, but like you could easily just make almost just as much money. Or even if you didn't want to make that, like just a couple grand, you yeah. know what I mean? It doesn't oh, take yeah. a, I mean, with training, I think people forget how lucrative training can be in person. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't take a lot of sessions to hit that. No, it doesn't. Uh, so you, and you have those options to you. It's not like you're just losing that income forever. Yes. And, yes. You know, and, and, you know, we talked that it's awesome. You made the decision when you did, because what, like a month later, you guys, two months later, you found out you're having a baby. It was like, it was like so, two or three weeks after that, that we found out that she was. Yeah, pregnant. So, so it was like, Oh, thank God I made the decision now. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause, cause that would have just added so much more stress into leaving the security of it. Uh, well, and, and health insurance think, first and foremost, honestly. Oh yeah. Well, and people think into stupid things like, when me and Tatiana got engaged, we found out we were pregnant with Max seven days later. Oh yeah, and we didn't we didn't announce for a couple months. Everyone was like, "Oh, you guys only got engaged because of this." No, no. <laughs> had the same ball for a while, and people were like, "Oh, you're only quitting because you're having a baby." No, I made this decision before I knew that. Yeah, you're like, yeah. even though it doesn't matter, it kind of gives you peace in the decision because one hundred percent. If you would have found out that first, you would have been like real stressed, and you probably wouldn't have left teaching. Yeah, th- th- there would have been a good chance I wouldn't have. And if I would have, it would have caused a lot more fucking stress, a lot more sleepless nights over it. It would have been just a way harder decision. But in the in the circumstances and in the order that it happened, I feel even more relief because of it. Um, and honestly, I mean, daycare is so damn expensive. Like, I now I understand. I always wondered why, like, you know, because, again, I work in it, especially elementary school. It's all females for the most part. And a lot of female teachers, when they have a kid or when they have a couple kids especially, they leave teaching. They they go be a home a stay at home mom for a while because and I was like why why do that like you don't you like teaching or do you just really want to be a stay at home mom and now I understand from the financial side of it it makes more sense for you to not have that income than it does yeah. to have that income and a hundred percent of that so now you're just working to pay for daycare so like now I understand that a lot more after kind of seeing it all so like I'm excited to and I'll still have to figure out some different days where I can just be totally focused on work. Um, but it'll be a better balance of, of yeah. you know having the baby at home and things like that. So I don't know. I mean that that'll be its own learning curve and figure out how to how to juggle both things. But at least I'll, I'm let, not... you, I'll let you know how it goes because this will yeah. be my first time with it too. Oh yeah. What do you mean? Well, when Max was born, I had to go to work the next day. We oh, we had yeah. no. So I That's left. True. I left at five a.m. I had That's to go true. to work. I was gone yeah. all day every day. Yeah. Uh, and when our girl is born, I'll be off for about four weeks. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'll be awesome then. Um, and yeah, still working, but obviously kind of doing both. But yeah, so I'm I'm really eager to see what that'll that'll look like. And I'm just excited that now, you know, because I could be going through that same stress with it, but also still continuing to work the same hours I've been doing in terms of teaching and thriving lives. And I'm like, there, there would have been no time. Something would have really um got the short end of the stick. And I didn't want that to be Nicole. I didn't want to be our baby. Um, it can't be my thriving lives fitness client. So then it, it turns out to be the, the kids at school, even though I'm there, I'm not mentally present, then that's not what they need. Now, yeah. even with me being mentally absent sometimes with it, I was still present enough to have a fucking great time. My kids love me. They they got a great experience with physical education. Um, if it if it paid better, you know, if it actually if it if it paid what my 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 you know thriving lives pays then I would have loved to continue doing it. Like I, I got to affect 500 kids every single day um, and, and be their very, role model. Which is very fulfilling, but when yeah. it's hard mm-hmm. 
and I, I mean, I, I don't teach, but I, I know the feeling of like, you're doing something and all you can think about is your email stacking up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Definitely. Or, Oh, I need to get through this. I have a console in 10 minutes. Yes. Okay. okay. Which was it? Okay. Sh shut up. I need to get on my call. Go away. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so yeah, I don't want to do that anymore either though, but no, I'm, I, I couldn't be happier with the decision and just happier with how this past year has worked out, out with it all. Um, and, you know, and obviously and there's, there's this, I didn't know, I mean, cause I'm always just so looking ahead that I, I very rarely will stop to just be present and reflect on things. I mean, I, I reflect a lot and that's why I continue to grow with things, but um, to, to give myself like props, like I fucking worked hard to get to this point, to be able to grow the side business to a point where I could leave it. So like, I'm very proud of, of what I've done with the time that I've, I've had to do it. So I'm really excited to see if I've done that with the minimal time that I've had. And I've still, you know, prioritized Nicole and, and family time and travel time and stuff like that. So I'm excited to see fuck with 40 hour work week, not on my plate anymore. What, what, what does that look like for, for balance and things like that? And like I mentioned earlier, you know, I I've, my workouts have been sacrificed even during comp prep mm -hmm. when workouts are so crucial. Like sometimes that was, you know, it, it should be one of the top priorities uh, during a comp prep, but even then, you know, it, it's, I'm only getting in 45 minutes sometimes when maybe I needed an hour to really get to that whole workout. So like I've shortchanged myself in that way, but again, it's, it's been these, these smaller sacrifices so I can get to this point. So I would have that time back to be able to really invest in all that stuff. No, I love it, man. I love it. I'm excited for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and it's honestly been, I mean, thank you to you as well. Cause you've been great to kind of be able to talk to about it. All these are all, you know, we always talk about it. Like these are like our vent sessions as well. Um, but you know, we can kind of talk about whatever the whatever's stressing us out with that. And and obviously you have made that leap yourself in leaving a full-time job to essentially come in and do this, uh, to coach full-time and run your own gym. So it's it's nice being surrounded by by people that have made that decision before and they're doing just fucking fine. So that that would that's been very helpful to to get to this point. Yeah, man. Living life. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Well, I know you got to get going, brother, but uh appreciate you guys listening to to my story with it. Kale, thanks for asking the question. And uh, yeah, yeah. And, and anything else on it that we're missing? I don't think so. Yeah, now that I can really think of, you guys have anything you want us to cover? Uh, maybe people you want to have on. I think we need to get someone on. We haven't had someone on in a minute. I think I have an yeah. idea of who next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll just go from there. Yeah. So I'll be uh, excited when we don't have to record at six a.m. I know, I know. I'm excited to have some some actual normal recording times. Uh, we'll probably also want to do some pre-recording as well on different things so that if we do yeah, so we can get caught up. Yeah. Uh, like for instance, we need to either figure out an earlier record time next week or we'll have to miss next week. I'm going to be out of town Thursday through the following Tuesday. Um, you're a piece of shit. So I have to go earlier on one of those first few days, but aside from that though, so hopefully you guys hear from us the following week um, after this one comes out. But if not, because I'm out of town and sorry about that. I'll be uh, here. I'll do a solo. Here. I'll just stare at the camera and talk. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. This sounds good. Uh, all right, so we all have a great week. Okay. Yeah. You have a good Saturday, man. Everybody else have a great week and we will talk to you guys later. Peace out.